0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts, and this is Series Three, Episode One Hundred and Twenty of this daily study podcast. Thank you again for joining us as we begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are looking at April the twenty sixth uh, to uh, April the oh sorry, May the second, going into May now, which is crazy. Uh, Doctrine and Covenants, Section Forty Five: The Promises Shall Be Fulfilled. Um, and in this section, we talk a lot about uh, the second coming and the signs and the prophecies of that time leading up to that time. Um, but we have here a section which is rather large to have a look at. And so let's have a look at the background and context around that first before we dive into the actual um, section for this week. Um, now, this, as the Come, Follow Me manual explains, comes around the time that the more and more persecution began to Appear for the church. Um, It says in the Joseph Smith Papers analysis of this section, quote, uh, that, that it was quote, during a period when, according to Joseph Smith's history, many false reports, lies, and foolish stories were published in the newspapers and circulated in every direction to prevent people from investigating the work or embracing the faith. Joseph Smith's history reported that the revelation was the joy of the saints who had to, who had to struggle against everything that prejudice and wickedness could invent. Close it's interesting that a verse which describes the events leading up to the second coming could be a joy to people during a time of difficulty and increasing increasing um, false stories and persecution. But actually it makes sense because it, it will highlight a number of difficulties that will arise in the last days. But of course, provide a message of peace, hope, and joy that the Saviour would come again, and He will come to redeem His people, um, and that you know all that difficulty and hardship would end. Um, so I can see why this would be a message of joy for, for this people. Even though when we read the the uh, events leading up to the second coming, we might find some difficulty in that or some fear, uh, and we talked about that when we looked at Doctrine and Covenants section twenty nine, and I think that. Doctrine and Covenants section 29, 45, and 101 um, are great sections to kind of study together along with Matthew 24. Now, um, let's talk a bit about the fact that this relates to very much to Matthew 24 because um, it's interesting that we have once again an experience in the Doctrine and Covenants where this revelation is given in answer to studying and prayer by the Prophet Joseph Smith. Um, this Around about in March the 7th, um, Joseph Smith had been working on the translation of the Old Testament, um, as we spoke about before. And this led to a lot of discussion around about Zion, gathering the people together and so on, and the the New Jerusalem. Um, But there is um, a commandment to Joseph Smith around this time to start looking into the New Testament and move away from the Old Testament for a time. It says in the Joseph Smith's analysis, quote, Parts of this text are also found in Matthew 24. uh, Also found in Matthew 24 were among those included in Joseph Smith's later work of revising the New Testament, a project that began the day after Joseph Smith dictated this revelation. Though Joseph Smith's inspired Bible revision had focused only on the Old Testament before this time, the revelation instructed him to shift his immediate efforts to the New Testament, saying... Now, behold, I say unto you, it shall not be given unto you to know any further farther than this until the New Testament be translated. And in it, all things shall be made known. Wherefore, I give unto you that you may now translate it, that you may be prepared for the things to come. Close quote. So this is a, an important moment in Joseph Smith's studying and through his, his seeking revelation that the New Testament became a focus for his, um, his study. Um, which obviously you know is based on the fact that this was given to him from the Lord, and related a lot to what he had given in Matthew twenty four, and of course you know if if the Lord has given all these command the, these prophecies to his disciples um, in the ancient church, um, then of course it would be important for his church in the last days, uh, and so there is some some of the key things he taught from Matthew 24, given in section 45, but it it gives a bit of a clearer explanation in some cases and an understanding, which for the saints would have been a great um, joy uh, for them to receive that. Um, And so that's kind of the background behind why the section was given. And I just wanted to make a note and a comment as well on the increasing persecution because clearly, uh, Satan was doing everything he could as the church began to develop. The, the membership of the church was doubling and, and increasing uh, as time went on. Uh, and so it's no surprise that at this time, when this growth begins, that um, the, the the adversary increases his attacks. And you can see here many false reports, lies, foolish stories, uh, and all these things going on, uh, which would have been a great source of difficulty for these saints um, and so this is the kind of the backdrop behind where section forty-five is given uh to hopefully give them a bit of peace and a, a hope and an assurance that the Saviour would come one day uh and you know bring great uh re- relief uh to, to those difficulties. Of course, as we know, looking back, you know, this is not the end of the difficulties, and in fact, you know, the difficulties were only just beginning in, in many real cases. Um but as it says in verse 1 of Doctrine Covenant section 45, it says, Hearken, O ye people of my church, to whom the kingdom has been given, hearken ye and give ear to ear to him who laid the foundation of earth, who made the heavens and all the hosts thereof, and by whom all things are made which live and move and have a being. And again I say, hearken unto my voice, lest death shall overtake you in an hour when ye think not the summer shall be past and the harvest ended and your souls not be not saved. Um, it says, and it says the word hearken again in verse six, it says in verse three, listen to him. Uh, and I think that what we're, we, we're getting here is a message from the Lord to say, listen and do. We know that the word hearken means listen and do. Um, and it's interesting in verse two, how it talks about hearken, lest death shall overtake you in an hour, in an hour when ye think not the summer shall be past. Um, this brings us to a very important point that you'll, when, as we go through the study this week, you'll see in many places that it says, you know, the hour is nigh, that the time is near and so on. And this was of course given in 1831 and here we are in, in 2021 and people would be, um, maybe, you know, oh, I, I forgot what the word is, uh, but basically people would think, well, it was if it was near then, then how near is it now? Now, a few things on that. First of all, we need to remember that, you know, the time for the Lord is relative to us or is not relative to us, I should say, really. Uh, And that um, when he says the hour is near or the hour has come, you know, when when he speaks in terms of the whole of mortality, um, it's probably a bit longer for us. But also the fact that, um, you know, the time for the second coming, the time of reckoning for us doesn't necessarily relate to when the saviour comes it may be to when we leave this mortal life and frankly we have no idea what is around the corner um you know i've mentioned before the experiences that we've had as a family recently and whilst my son is you know certainly doing very well and continues to uh, to progress well in his on the leukemia side of things we just do not know um what is going to happen and so this urgency that the Lord gives us is not simply based on how close his, his coming is, although it is close. Um, but it's also because we need to be prepared because we do not know when our time or our sojourn in mortality will end. And uh, so we need to be prepared as well. So as we study this, um, remember that this urgency is is given for that reason as well. And think about how we can prepare today. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this study around the background of section 45. We'll go through this section now together over the next um, days leading to the end of this week. Um, please don't forget to study yourself. Share what you've been studying on Facebook, uh, either about the Come Follow Me materials or anything else that you study. Uh, it'd be great to see some of your thoughts there. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.